Okay, welcome everyone to the Peace Alliance, Department of Peace Building Campaign, third Wednesday fall. If you don't have yourself muted, if you've got background noise, if you could uh, self-police. Okay. <laughs> All right, so we've got a recording going. If anybody uh, would like to uh, talk about anything without the recording, because this will be on the Peace Lions site and with audio, um, please just feel free to, to speak up, uh, raise your hand, wave me down, whatever kind of device you're on, and we can pause the recording if you'd like to talk to, about something off, offline, off recording. Okay. Uh, Let's see, we have a new process here at the Peace Alliance. The board has created uh, what they call community agreements that they like us to read at the beginning of each call. So let me uh, go ahead and do that. If you have any question or comments, you can email Deanne, D-I-A-N-E, at thepeacealliance.org. Okay, the Peace Alliance holds the intention in our gatherings to create a space that is welcome to all for listening, learning, open conversation, and engagement. To that end, we ask that everyone be real, engaged, and curious. And I, I dropped them in the chat in case you want to read along or copy them or, or anything. Be fully present to listen, create space for learning, honor all points of view, acknowledge discomfort, and allow room for healing. We will do our best to address microaggressions and marginalizing language. To that end, we ask that everyone present act with empathy, compassion, and a desire for connection. We thank you for being here with us and participating in this way. Oh, here we go. I think that's Beth joining us now. Okay. Welcome, everyone. We are very pleased to have uh, Tez and Tammy as part of our call today. Uh, Amina, did you have a question? You got your hand raised. Uh, yes. Yeah, so, uh, th thank you, Karen. I'm sorry for interrupting. Just wanted to mentioned that Susan's here, Susan not um, uh, the, the, the individual we met um, or I met in, in, um, in, in the halls of Congress. So I just wanted to just introduce her and uh, Susan, if you can unmute yourself and just say hi to the team. Um, so glad to have you um, join us in this meeting tonight. Um. Yes, hello, thank you. I appreciate it so much. I'm looking forward to learning about this. Peace education has been a focus of mine for a long time. I'm a, a college professor and we're just really trying to help raise a generation of, of, stu of uh, students who are the peace builders and leaders of our nations. Thank you so much, Susan. Welcome. Uh, Welcome, Susan. <laughs> nice to see you. Okay, uh, so uh, we're going to use um, uh, Tammy and Tez as our connection exercise, I think, at the beginning. But before we do that, if we want to go around, just say hello briefly, just where you're from, anything you want to say about your connection to the Peace Alliance or the Department of Peace Building legislation or campaign. I'm going to start us off by 
Um, the way my screen is going, Laura, so we can kind of do this relatively quickly. We got a lot to talk about tonight. Hi, everyone. I'm Laura. I live in northwestern Pennsylvania near Erie, and I'm just really happy to be here. And um, I've been on the DOP committee for about two and a half years now. Beautiful. I'm from Chicagoland, Lockport, Illinois, and on the DOP committee as well since it started, and very thrilled to be here on this beautiful day in many ways. Uh, Tez, would you like to say hello? I'm Tezakaya Gabriel. Um, I'm the executive director of Pathways to Peace, and we join you in your effort to pass the HR 1111, do you say 1111 or 1111? We like 1111. 11, 11. Okay. Yeah, um, the peace signs now too. Yes, we like that. <laughs> uh, so thank you. Um, but anything I, is right. <laughs> yes, yes. Uh, because it's with positive intention, right? And so um, just delighted to be here tonight. Beautiful, beautiful. Tammy. Hello, everybody. I'm Tammy Briggs. I live in Minneapolis, and I'm delighted to be here and um, bring forth this manifestation meditation and just grateful for your support and openness and excited to share it with you. Beautiful. All right. We've got someone on the iPhone. Your face looks familiar. Tell us. Yes. Uh, this is Beth Blick. And I'm from St. Paul, uh, Minnesota, and I've been a member of this um, uh, uh, committee uh, to work on getting a Department of Peace and this 1111 bill for, uh, for, <laughs> for three and a half years now. And I'm uh, delighted to be here as well. Great. Thanks, Beth. Okay. Another yeah. person on the iPhone and video. Hi. Uh, are you able to hear me? Yes. Yes, we can hear you. Good. Oh, I'm, my name is Jennifer. I, Jennifer Ayub. I call myself Jenna. Um, you all can call me Jenna. <laughs> I'm really happy to be here. I'm really happy to be present with you all. And I've been part of the Department of Peace building campaign for a long time, um, but I've been going, I've been on and off with, um, you know, getting into the Alliance, the Peace Alliance work. Um, I was part of the Student Peace Alliance committee and I've been part of, you know, getting on committees and getting on the campaign back into the campaign recently. And I'm just very happy and um, I think it's a wonderful thing that we're all here today to be present here. Beautiful, beautiful. And where are you from, Jenna? Oh, yes. So I'm from outside of a suburb outside of Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. Beautiful, beautiful. Okay, Kendra, say hello to us. I'm in Tallahassee, Florida, and I'm really looking forward to Tez and Tammy's presentation. I'm excited. Thank you. 
Okay. Amina, did you want to say anything about yourself? Sure. Um, uh, my name is Amina, and I am from Dublin, California, which is a suburb of San Francisco Bay Area. I'm so glad to be here and to see all of you and be in your presence. Uh, I've been uh, with the Peace Alliance um, since last year, so relatively new, but I feel like I've known you guys for uh, a lifetime, so uh, appreciate you all and glad to be here. Okay, Nancy. I'm from the San Francisco Bay Area. Um, just got back from ricocheting around all kinds of time zones and uh, working with a bunch of you in Washington, D.C. Um, on the Hill. It was really nice to see everybody. Um, so, yes, it's good to be back in Pacific time. Not, not that all the other time zones aren't really fine time zones, but I'm back in Pacific. So. Okay. All right, Lori. It's pretty spectacular on the East Coast too. I just want to say. I live in DC. Um, I guess I've, I've been uh, involved with the Peace Alliance um, and this legislation off and on since 2004. Not unlike Karen, Nancy and Kendra who have been on continually since 2004, but I'm all in now. And it was so exciting to have all you guys in DC. And um, I'm really looking forward to this presentation because it's right up my alley. I, you have to claim what you want to bring into focus what it is that you desire. So really looking forward to tonight and very excited that you're doing this for us. So, Yeah, great. Geraldine. Hi, from Hollywood, California. I've been with this since the beginning and I'm dying to know what it says under Amina's and Kendra's shirt under good, what? <laughs> I, I was thinking of Fantastic. <laughs> I want one. <laughs> I know it was hard when we were at the vendor. It's like, how many do we buy? It's like, oh, I don't know. Thank <laughs> you. Put popcorn into Jana. Yes. Okay. Conchetta, whenever. Oh, hi. I don't know if I'm muted yet. Am I muted? No, nope, I did. Hi. Hi, everybody. I'm Seta from some Illinois, Crete, Illinois. And uh, I love the Department of Peace group. My sheroes. It's, it's about time we get a Department of Peace, don't you think? I'm 71 yeah. now. We, hopefully before we before I, I go to the next world. <laughs> I'll work on it for you, Seta. We're working yep. on it. <laughs> Come on, you guys, <laughs> you girls and guys. <laughs> hey, Jenna. I like to see a lot of young people. Me? Good. Yes. I'm Jenna. I'm in New York City. And I was in D.C. with Nancy and Karen and Kendra and Laurie and Amina. And who else? Yeah. And I'm happy to be here. Beautiful. Beautiful. I think I renamed the wrong square at some point. Who hasn't spoken yet? So I've got somebody that I think is on Zoom, but not on video. And I have, I renamed you to 2DD because I renamed Jenna in your square instead of her own square. <clears throat> if you can see that about yourself, tell us who you are, please. <laughs> 
in the meantime, uh, can I also you know, just add something? Um, yes. Well, I feel like we are all kindred spirits here, and I feel like we are continuing the work of peace for for peace itself because we hold peace in our hearts as the highest and deepest priority or just like the, the highest and deepest gift that we can bring to one another. And it brings us together. It, it brings us together as, as, as uh, just brings us together in unity. Beautiful, thank you. Thank you, Cynthia. You're the person I incorrectly renamed, correct? You're on mute. Can you say hi to us? Hi there. Well, good evening. My name is Cynthia Gillum. I'm from San Diego, California. And uh, I'm the one that works with uh, the students here in San Diego. And um, I'm just here to, to hear about how we can bring this all together and make it happen. We've been working on this too many years, so it's it's time for it to happen. I've been with the Peace Alliance um, <clears throat> probably for over 15 years now. So yeah. that's about it. I, I think many of us are feeling that same sense of urgency and, and uh, time to expedite it. So I thank you for expressing that. We, we agree. You're welcome. Nancy, did you speak yet? I did. Okay. I think we've got everyone now, have we not? Ina, did you want to say more? You just kind of. Oh, yeah. I um, I, I jumped off of the phone and onto the link. Um, hi, I'm Ina Barone. I've been with this group for a number of months, but less than a year. Um, I'm from Denver. I'm an actress, <clears throat> audiobook narrator. And you guys might like this. Um, my movie that I did in January just came out on Pure Flix. And it's titled Learning to Love. So I'm um, just trying to walk the talk and talk the walk, <laughs> I guess. And happy to be here and uh, just wanting to hold the space for this beautiful visioning today. Yes, yes, for sure. Uh, I, I certainly would echo that. I think it's all about what you just said, it's all about love and it's all about holding a space for one another. And it's, you know, there, yeah, that's what, that's what it's all about. It's about presence and holding, holding a space for one another for, for us, for each other. Beautiful, beautiful. All right. So as, as I said, people have been hopping on at different times. So if you missed the very beginning of the call, um, we've got, uh, uh, Tez and Tammy on here with the manifestation meditation that they've worked on over the last year and we haven't seen them for a while. So we're excited to, to hear from them. They're going to take somewhere around 15 to 20 minutes. Um, so I'm going to let them introduce themselves. I'm just going to quickly just say what else we're going to discuss on the call today. Um, so we're also talking about the manifestation of a department of peace building as some people have brought up in their champions that we're we're working on it so following up on the kind of how the spirit has moved us in uh dc and those who have been amplifying from home and then what's next in the next programs going through the summer and to the end of the year and then other events and reports 
And then, of course, we always have a, a wonderful closing quote. <laughs> so, um, Tammy and Tez, I'll let you take this over. Tell us everything. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love that invitation. Tell us everything. <laughs> Tell us everything, um, but only do it in 20 minutes. Yes, right? exactly. That's right. <laughs> and so... Oh, Tammy and I are just delighted to be here. It does feel like it's been a while. I'm Tezekiah Gabriel, or Tez. <clears throat> I'm uh, the executive director of Pathways to Peace, as I said. I missed locations. So we have two offices. Um, the, the business office is here in St. Paul, Minnesota. So happy to hear St. Paulites on the call. And then our main office is in the Bay Area in California. So happy to hear folks from that area as well. But you know, we're all connected. So uh, welcome, welcome, welcome. Um, and we are honored and delighted to bring uh, the meditation, the manifestation meditation back to you. So I'm gonna give you a little history of where we've been just to kind of ground us in the process to date. Um, so some time ago, our beautiful harpist, Tammy Briggs, who is right here, brought to me this model that she is trained in called manifestation meditation. And she suggested that we gift it to the Peace Alliance in support of the passage of HR 1111. I immediately said, yes, let's do it. And it took us into a journey with the Peace Alliance. So you all know that as peace builders, we are committed to use all models and techniques at our disposal to bring peace to our planet. And none is more important and more accessible to us than our ability to create through our collective manifestation. So this is a very powerful tool. So we'll be performing the meditation live tonight. Um, and we also have it in a video recording, which we'll deliver to you after this meeting, which you get to use in whatever way works for you. And so again, um, we're so delighted to be able to present this gift. And so since it's been a while, Let's just step back for a moment and ground ourselves on where we've been on the development of the meditation leading up to where we are today. So we brought the first draft of the meditation to a Peace Alliance meeting where we all, uh, we talked about it, we experienced it much as we're going to experience it tonight. And then afterwards in the discussion, there were some suggestions from the Alliance group uh, for, for changes in the meditation language. Um, what followed after that uh, was more conversation with some additional kind of ideas and suggestions for revision of the language. We took all of that to heart. Um, and, and we learned um, through that process, really how to craft this manifestation meditation in a way that it could be the most effective. 
And that's what we're providing to you today. And that's what we've recorded. Um, we learned that too much time focused in the meditation about the history and kind of what isn't what we wish to have manifested really diminished the actual um, manifestation and the vision part of what we're manifesting. We then went through, <laughs> and I'm just giggling because this is what Tammy and I do. We went through every word and phrase to find the highest frequency words and phrases, those words and phrases that lift the manifestation and kind of activate it. And lastly, we recorded it, we tested it with our close colleagues, and we also included it recently as the closing of our advocacy event at the Commission on the Status of Women in March. It has received very positive feedback. So um, we are now ready to kind of gift that back to you in a way that we hope resonates with your heart and does its work of manifesting passage of the bill. So before we begin the actual meditative journey together, I'd like Tammy to talk about the manifestation meditation and the importance of the heart accompanying the meditation. So Tammy. So thank you all again for the opportunity to do this. It's really a pleasure and um, an honor because as we learned in our introductions, we all have this similar um, inspiration and motivation to make this happen. So the manifestation meditation is a technique that I use when I'm working with people that are on their healing journey. And it's a very simple formula. It's a core statement that is repeated for three minutes. And then there's four supporting statements that are each repeated for 17 seconds. So the total manifestation meditation takes a little less than five minutes. And one of the things when Tez was talking about the words and being really mindful of the words, it's also the synergy of the words and the vibrations of the music that work in tandem, but also synergistically help um, really expand and um, push it out there, if you will. The harp is a very high vibrational instrument, especially when it's played in the um, intention of peace. And part of my intention when I play, especially for these meditations, is to bring you into inner peace. And when you feel that inner peace, that's what you'll radiate out. And if you're asking for the department of peace building to be coming into fruition, you're bringing that into existence from a very peaceful, loving heart. And that's, we know that frequency is the highest vibration. And then the other thing about the harp is it helps us stay focused and help us stay in high vibration. And when we're in that high vibration, that's what we're going to ripple out. 
So with that, um, the goal is to give this now as an experience for you um, this evening. And if you can listen to what we've created on the video once a day, that would be ideal. Um, because really it's about the repetition of continuing to put that out into the, the energetic field. And um, we, on the video, you'll experience that we go through this, pretty much this explanation. And you'll only have to listen to that maybe once or twice, because then you can go right to where the meditation starts. And like I say, it's only about five minutes. It's a little under five minutes. So it's not a big ask of time, but it's a very big ask of what we want to manifest, which is the U.S. Department of Peacebuilding passage of H.R. 1111. And peace, 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 right? <laughs> So with that, um, I would invite you to now connect to your heart, to your breath, and I'm going to turn it over to Tez, who will lead us through the meditation. Thank you, Tim. Thank you. Now, as Tanya said, let's just settle into our chairs if you're standing just allow your feet to be rooted in the earth as we slow our breath breathe a little more deeply a little more slowly and we're going to bring our attention to that sacred space in the middle of our chest that seat of the heart And with each breath, we imagine our breath coming in and out through that space. As we breathe slowly and deeply through that space, we imagine our heart opening. As we move into this manifestation meditation, The United States strives for its highest potential by weaving the actualization of peace for all into the fabric of our government and culture. We have reached a tipping point with a growing number of people interested and involved in the grassroots peace movement. This abundance of peace builders signals to legislators to sign H.R. 1111, which establishes the first cabinet-level Department of Peace Building. An overwhelming number of Congress members vote yes, making history to create the Department of Peace Building. The president, legislators, and citizens are excited to manifest this cultural shift and model it to the world. Peace prevails on earth. 
And so it is. The United States strives for its highest potential by weaving the actualization of peace for all into the fabric of our government and culture. We have reached a tipping point with a growing number of people interested and involved in the grassroots peace movement. This abundance of peace builders signals to legislators to sign H.R. 1111, which establishes the first cabinet-level Department of Peace Building. An overwhelming number of Congress members vote yes, making history to create the Department of Peace Building. The president, legislators, and citizens are excited to manifest this cultural shift and model it to the world. Peace prevails on earth, and so it is. The United States strives for its highest potential by weaving the actualization of peace for all into the fabric of our government and culture. We have reached a tipping point with a growing number of people interested and involved in the grassroots peace movement. This abundance of peace builders signals to legislators to sign H.R. 1111, which establishes the first cabinet level Department of Peace Building. An overwhelming number of Congress members vote yes, making history to create the Department of Peace Building. The president, legislators, and citizens are excited to manifest this cultural shift and model it to the world. Peace prevails on earth. And so it is. I am deeply grateful for the creation of a U.S. Department of Peace Building. I am deeply grateful for the creation of a U.S. Department of Peace Building. I am deeply grateful for the creation of a U.S. Department of Peace Building. My heart is elated that a U.S. Department of Peace Building is created and making a significant contribution to the United States and the world. My heart is elated that a U.S. Department of Peace Building is created and making a significant contribution to the United States and the world. The U.S. Department of Peace Building encourages all citizens to seek, embrace, and celebrate the blessings of peace. 
The U.S. Department of Peacebuilding encourages all citizens to seek, embrace, and celebrate the blessings of peace. I love watching the beautiful work that is coming from the U.S. Department of Peacebuilding. I love watching the beautiful work that is coming from the U.S. Department of Peacebuilding. I love watching the beautiful work that is coming from the U.S. Department of Peacebuilding. Thank you both so much, so, so much. May it be so. May it be so. Thank you. And uh, when we get the video from you, we'll get it onto our Department of Peace page as soon as possible. And start talking about what we can do to it beyond that with it beyond that wonderful and thank you i always say that the task is its own reward so thank you for allowing us to create this for you thank you thank you we are deeply honored and grateful you're welcome and uh yeah, just so much thank. It's been an amazing journey and uh yeah, just beautiful, just beautiful. Yeah. Amy and Taz, our hearts are elated at your gift. Thank you so much. <laughs> Anyone else want to offer anything into this space right now? I just wanted to thank thank you. Oh, sorry. I just wanted to say thank you from the bottom of my heart. My uh, father uh, was at the before he passed was uh, the head of preventative medicine up at the University of Utah, and he has raised me to believe every in this idea of manifestation. How together all of us hoping and believing that uh, uh, in the manifestation bringing those realities into our life through the universal power of connection is a science and it is proven by science and so i just just want to reiterate my thanks to what you are doing and how closely aligns with um, the 
tenets of my beliefs and and my heart stream and so thankful for to be part of that today thank you thank you and now we know you have business to conduct and so um tammy anything you, you would like to say before we leave thank you again and peace and blessings and may this bill pass quickly soon thank you amen you, you thank all you so are, much you are all pathways to peace and we honor your work in the world thank you thank you, thank you. <laughs> yes 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 let's go out and make good trouble <laughs> We're doing our best. <laughs> yeah. Amina, did you want to say something else? Oh, I was just saying thank you um, to, to Tammy and Taz um, for, for the beautiful meditation. Really, really appreciate it. Thank you. That's all I was going to say. I'll pass it on to Taz. I think she jumped off. So, yeah. <laughs> oh, that's right. Bye-bye. Thank you. Bye-bye. Yeah, just another uh, example of the art and science of manifesting peace in different ways. Uh, and that kind of leads us into uh, being on the Hill and lobbying in person with our representatives. So uh, it's it's wonderful that uh, they have been working uh, on their own and obviously repeating and, and honing that message in the manifestation as we've been working on um, getting our schedule as packed as we can and getting to as many members of Congress as we can. Um, who's leading the conversation about advocacy days? Do people just want to start offering up their experience? Well, I, I could start and then okay. just sort of lead it. Um, I thought I'd give a few, the story of some of the numbers, and then I would love to hear from people uh some of your experiences or some some fun stories um or impressions you got from being on the hill um it was obviously a super busy time um i'm i just spent today trying to count up everything <laughs> and we went uh we went to somewhere over 100 offices so we we hit now hit isn't the word we <laughs> connected with um almost a quarter of the number of Congress people. So that's that's pretty awesome because it was a very small group. There were eight or, eight or so of us who did this um, in person. And then we were joined by, um, I, I'm not quite sure of the number of people on Zoom, but probably a similar number of people on Zoom and from the field. Um, we made hundreds of phone calls and emails to set up all the meetings and uh, we're in the process of making uh, lots of follow-up phone calls and emails um, to you know to answer any questions people have or add anything else um, we have uh, charlie is not on the call but he was a huge part of our success um, he helped me coordinate the schedule and he helped, um, he did all the research on, on, uh, staff members. And, and then while we were in DC, he was kind of the shadow coordinator of what was going on, um, with, uh, with offices. 
Um, we had 20 uh, prearranged call uh, meetings with members of Congress from all over the country. Um, oddly, we had of the 20, we had three from North Carolina, which I thought was interesting. <laughs> we had several from uh, California, several from um, Illinois. We had some from Florida and uh, from other states. We dropped by, we did drop by visits. Uh, thank you and delivered uh, thank yous to all the current uh, members of Congress who are co-sponsors. Um, we had 20, 52 predetermined uh, drop bys that included the um, amplified list and then some others, uh, some other former, former Congress members. And what else? We had at least 12 spontaneous drop-bys, I'm calling them, uh, that I know of. So if you drop by some office and didn't let me know, um, let me know that because it's it's good for our tracking purposes uh, to, to keep track of that. Sort of last minute, we decided Texas needed to be in the house. So we went by text three from Texas, um, one from Nevada, uh, which was to back up a person who had written her congressperson, um, some from California and Pennsylvania and Minnesota. Um, we had at least five, and you guys tell me if there were others, uh, close encounters with actual real members of Congress. So that I know of, we saw Raul Grijalva by the elevator and made him stand there for a minute and almost miss his elevator to get a picture. Uh, we got a picture of Brad Sherman next, very close to his uh, box of combs. Uh, we got a picture of James McGovern, uh, Seth Moulton, right? We got Seth Moulton. Um, and then right. I, Interestingly enough, when I broke off from the group um, and was looking for the way to the tunnels back to uh, the Rayburn office, I was in an elevator and somebody got off with me and said, where are you going? And I said, well, I'm looking for the elevator to Rayburn. And he said, well, I'll escort you there. And um, he said, I have an office in this building. And so I said, oh, are you a congressman? And he said, yes. And so he was, uh, his name was uh, Mike Perry from Ohio, a Republican. I don't think he saw my button that said Department of Peace Building, but maybe he did. I don't know. So I'm going to write him a thank you. Um, did any of you, any of you all see other members of Congress that you know of? Um, and then we did, there were lots of amplified calls from the, from the field. So I, that I know of folks from California, Colorado, Georgia, Illinois, Maryland, Nevada, and New Jersey did some amplified calls. And what else do I know? We're, um, that, that's about it with the numbers. So I would love to hear maybe from each of you just a couple of things that stood out or funny stories or interesting comments you got from the different meetings or um, just whatever whatever's a fun um, standout for you. Including the folks who were on Zoom. It, it was hard to tell. It was sort of crazy trying to be in person and in Zoom. So it's hard to tell how that was going off in Zoom land, but um, 
anyway, uh, well, Laura, you were on most of the Zoom calls, I think. How how did that feel to you? Uh, it didn't. It felt like all the other Zoom calls. I don't. It didn't. Wasn't particularly disruptive or anything. It just. Um, I guess uh, there was like maybe a little bit of confusion about you know how to do the you know how to. I think there was like one meeting where a couple of us got on Zoom, but then there wasn't a link to anybody over on your side. So that was just a little bit, you know, like not having complete coordination sometimes. But um, otherwise, it was just like any other meeting. It was fine. Okay, that's good. Because on our end, it was a little, you know, like, I don't know. <laughs> it was sort of an extra thing, but it was good that we had that because we we did have some constituents on some of the calls. So that was good. Yeah, it just felt like, I mean, all the other Zoom calls that we've done, it just felt like that. But um, yeah, it did, a couple of times it felt like we weren't really sure what was going on with, with you guys. Like, are we doing a Zoom? Is it happening? Where is it happening? How is it happening? That was the only, that was the only kind of like, uncertainty. So I think of all of the of the actual meetings, we had at least three with Republicans. Um, Jan, I'd love to hear from you your take on the one with Chris Smith's, Smith's office. I thought that was a super interesting meeting. Yeah, I thought it was a wonderful meeting. Um, he's a great guy. He's a lot of experience. He was very open and honest and sincere. And uh, and he didn't uh, discourage us regarding the congressional hearing. He just redirected us to uh, the right address, which is Jim McGovern and maybe also Andy Kim. And um, yeah, I, I don't think that uh, any Republican that we met with is averse to the idea of a Department of Peacebuilding necessarily. Um, it's just they can't join it in the current circumstance in terms of co-sponsoring it. So realistically, that's not a reasonable ask, but yeah, but yeah I, I, I thought it was a wonderful connection. I mean, we have connection with Piero and connection with Mark Milos. And I think that's a great connection. We caught him just as he was moving into his office. He didn't have his sign up yet. He didn't have business cards yet. <laughs> He was kind of in the storage room there among all the boxes and stuff. Yeah, and he still had time for us, and that was fantastic. And he actually sent me some uh, some articles from The Intercept that I need to forward to you people that I'll share with you. Tell, tell, not everybody got to go to the Hakeem Jeffries. I thought that was a very interesting meeting also. Maybe tell a little bit about that one. Well, I thought that was actually... Um, a wonderful meeting with Disha. It's our third meeting with her twice on Zoom and one in person. It's my second meeting in person with her because I met her with the Tibetans. So I, I feel that um, the repetition, you know, just the sustained contact and coming back, I think that was really helpful with uh, Disha. And she actually asked questions about the bill for the first time, like, um, you know, in terms of could we really entertain such a thing? She was willing to ask relevant questions. She volunteered. She asked if 
there were other countries that had Department of Peace buildings along with other departments, like other countries like us. You know, do they also have a Ministry of Foreign Affairs? Do they also have a Department of Justice? Do they also have, what do they have alongside a Department of Peace building was her main question. And she wanted to know if there were any changes from the previous uh, iteration of the bill that Nancy shared. Um, yeah, so I thought that was really great that she asked those questions. I mean, in general, and she also gave advice regarding a hearing. I mean, I, I don't know if I should say here anything about that. <laughs> we, could, we could come back to that maybe after we hear from some of the others. I'd, I'd be interested, Karen, who was your favorite Illinois meeting? Or did you have a favorite? And Seta, both of you, maybe Seta was on one too. Yeah, well, of course, I, I always loved meeting with my own Congress person's office. And this was a, a brief but follow-up uh, meeting. And the, uh, the aide said that he's definitely bringing it to the Congress person's attention. Um, but then I had two other really good ones, you know, with uh, Chewy Garcia, who that person thought that he was on the bill. So he might be the first one on the bill from Illinois in the coming weeks, hopefully. Um, and then we had the drop by that uh, Nancy, you were in with me were from uh, that uh, we didn't anticipate, but we ended up being with the legislative director after they had gotten back from a meeting and she kept trying to push her snacks and, and drinks on us. <laughs> Oh, that's right. I just heard. She said, "I think I just heard about this bill, and uh, that the the congresswoman from Minnesota was on." And it's like, "Yes, yes, here you go." So it, it that was interesting. So we don't know how she heard about that. If it was from somebody amplifying our voice or somewhere else, but it was a, a great connection, and she seemed very much interested in it. So it was almost like a meeting on the fly. So I like that when that happens. But I, I, good things at all the meetings for sure. Wonderful. Um, Kendra, you led a few. Which which stand out for you, or which ones do you have some some good stories, some good trouble stories? <laughs> I'm not sure, but because I, I, many of them get confused to me. But I, <laughs> I, I, I appreciated what Janice said that in some of the meetings the people were prepared and they had actually looked at the bill and had questions and that was very helpful and others they they hadn't heard about it at all and they haven't they hadn't um looked it up in advance one of the things that I was noticing each time we go is that um, there are other citizen advocates like us, volunteers. And um, we were, on Wednesday, we had the Alzheimer's Association. And I just, I just love that we citizens are meeting with members of Congress and there were so many meetings that Wednesday that, that many of them were held in the hallway. Exactly, exactly. Yeah, 
and we met with your congressperson, um, yeah. Neil Dunn, who's a Republican from. I, I wanted to show um, <laughs> a creation that we shared with everybody. Mother's Day, because we were close to Mother's Day, and that was originally a call for peace. So we showed that, and and we gave them uh, 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 this pie because we used to give it. We used to take to our local offices around Mother's Day the uh, an actual pie. And, we wanted to say to them that we want uh, just a teeny bit of the federal budget pie for peace and peace building. Yeah, I think that was a big hit. I think it made an impression with people. And, um, and we did, it did remind a couple of staffers that they better be calling their moms in a couple of days. <laughs> True. So that was a good service we did. Um, Amina, what are some things that stuck out for you? Yeah, so uh, for me, I mean, all in all, honestly, um, it was a very rewarding experience. Um, first of all, it was a pleasure to be so physically in person, get to know some of you there. Um, your energies in person were just even more beautiful than, than the Zoom land. So, so I appreciated that. Uh, but it was great to be, I think it was overall a success in every meeting. Uh, I'd say um, for my meeting, the meeting I um, um, I chaired was uh, Seth Moulton's um, office. And um, the, the nice surprise there was that I, I had done a lot of research on him uh, to make sure we find that connection, that connecting point to, um, to connect with that office and with the congressman. And so I knew his face really well. And uh, so he stopped by and just said hi, and I, I immediately recognized him. So it was nice to see him stopping by and saying hi to us, which is kind of a rare thing. Um, and, and for him to graciously allow us to take that picture. I think we made a great connection with the uh, legislative aide, John Chambliss. Um, I've been following up. I followed up with him uh, with the thank you note, and I've been following up with him. So um, that one, it sounds like we made good connection, and that's... Um, sounds promising hopefully we can get them on board hopefully soon uh, just consistently following up with them uh, but I, another favorite meeting of mine was Chris Smith's office as Jenna mentioned um, mm -hmm. Jenna I love Mark's honesty like you said his is upfrontness and openness um, especially for a Republican staffer that was uh, surprising and pleasantly surprising to me <laughs> as uh, how honest he was um, about the, you know, the U.S. political system and how things are run. So he had some good pointers there. So that was surprisingly one of my, one of my favorite ones. But honestly, overall, for me, since I'm relatively new um, to to the Peace Alliance and to advocacy, it was a masterclass. Um, I learned so much from all of you, especially from from Kendra, Nancy, and Karen, who've been doing this for so long. It really was a masterclass for me. So thank you. I've learned so much from you. I think I'm a better advocate because of it. Um, and I highly, overall a rewarding experience, I highly recommend it to any of you that who are able to, in the future, take time off or can afford the travel expenses, please do it. It's worth it. It's one thing to do this remotely, but to be there and 
get immersed in the experience and with the collective energy of everybody to advocate for peace, it's the whole other thing. So highly recommend it. Yeah, I thought it was a success. I see there's, we don't have too much time. Would people be willing to stay on if you can for a few more minutes? Well, I'll just plow ahead. You can cut me off. <laughs> I, while Cynthia's on, I wanted to let her know that um, we took to her congressman, Juan Vargas. We tried to get a meeting and he wasn't, it wasn't happening. So we went by and spoke to one of the uh, staff members and made sure they knew that the letters, the copies of the student letters we were giving were from uh, San Diego students and community members and all talking about peace and um, the importance of a department of peace building. Um, one of my favorite meetings was, was with uh, Mark Pocan from Wisconsin. Uh, when we went in, the door said, dog in office today. And <laughs> so really people were paying much more attention to the dog in office than any of the, anything else. <laughs> but. Once we started uh, talking to the staff member, my phone rang and it was my sister who suddenly decided that was the time to set up a family uh, FaceTime thing. And um, so I reached in to try to turn off the phone and all, all you could hear is my sister-in-law saying, well, I'm at the dog park. <laughs> <laughs> and I just cracked up. So I tried to get my sister-in-law to write and fess up that she was the one from the dog park and they should vote for, they should sign on to a Department of Peace building. And um, also don't forget, Nancy, that Julia was giving some awesome massages to that, to their dog, Pepe. Pepe was, by the way, their dog's right. name. That's and right. Pepe loved it. And so the, the office was, we made a very good impression with that. So thanks to Julia. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. I forgot about that. Um, I thought we had a, a good meeting with Barbara Lee's person. Um, there's a lot more to tell about that at some point. Uh, what were some of the other quick highlights? Um, my congressperson is John Garamendi, so there were two of us there that were constituents. And uh, as, as most of the meetings, we were paired with military people or uh, international foreign affairs type people. Um, but he was, he, I thought he was very nice. I doubt if he'll sign on, but we'll see. Um, some promises. Uh, I think Ted Lou might come back on. Um, Elisa Slotkin, uh, we, we did, I did at the suggestion of Cynthia, who'd seen her on TV, very strong on gun violence prevention and um, just two, two fairly recent shootings at Michigan State University. And I think the other was Oxford High School in her district. So I thought that was a good meaning. Um, what other ones? I mean, there, there were lots of good questions from most of the aides and um, Gabe Vasquez, uh, we met with, we had just met with uh, on Zoom about a month ago, we had another meeting. So this was Patty Duncan from, um, from New Mexico. And I thought it was a good follow-up. And Maxine Waters signed on shortly before we before we got there and uh, we had a good call with her. So th those are just some of those super high highlights. Um, 
anything else? Karen, do you want to, do we want to move on to any other? I don't know. We had a lot of other things on the agenda, but maybe not so much time for them. Are there some that you want to highlight or? Well, let's, let's take a breath. Does anybody else want to say anything that they didn't have a chance to say yet about advocacy days? I, I just want to probably to each talk for a half an hour, but just some highlights here. Go ahead. <laughs> uh, I just wanted to say, um, I mentioned earlier that I met Susan. I think that was one of the other highlights for me uh, mm -hmm. to, to meet Susan. And as, as we were waiting for Seth Moulton's um, meeting, I was looking for the ladies room um, in the hallway, just going up and down the hallway. And saw Susan thought maybe she was one of the legislative staff members. And <laughs> I said, would you know where the ladies room is? I see men's room, but not the ladies. And so she said, I'm looking for the same. And so we got to know each other and she, tells me that, oh, let's just talk in while well, we'll find the bathroom. And uh, she mentioned that she works with Peace Education. She's noticed my pen and that was such a beautiful, I guess it's not a coincidence as Susan put it, it was meant to be. And so we exchanged numbers and I invited her to this meeting and that was such a pleasure to meet you, Susan. And um, um, honestly, it gave me goosebumps that how I ran into you just coincidentally like that. <laughs> Susan, were you there um, for specific legislation or just meeting? Yes, um, with the University of Utah, I'm with the Educational Leadership and Policy, and I was there with a group of students advocating for doubling the Pell Grant. But I am very interested in what you guys are all saying, that you are making headway. And I'm happy to report to you that I am from Utah, and I have made a very strong connection with our legislators who are, you know, we're just got a very conservative group over here, but I intend to reach, um, to get the information and to share the information and to build on the relationship that I have with these Republicans. Mm -hmm. and, and because the thing that we did with building the Pell, um, doubling the Pell Grant, um, suggested by other Congress people, the Democrats would say, well, what are we going to say to these Republicans to get them to li even listen to us in this political climate? And they gave us wonderful suggestions. And the best well-received was to repurpose existing some things. And, and so I'm interested to learn more about that from you as as. I learn more about your group and your advocacy work. But I just think that that would be if I could get something about um, for these Republicans in my state to be able to say, you know, this is uh, what needs to be done and this is the way that we'll build that. I also have a direct connection with Arizona State um, University and the McCain Center. And it is actually a strategic um, diplomatic effort towards peace building. And so I also think we can bring in some connections that I already have in, in that area. So I'm looking forward to learning more. And I'm just so grateful to Amina and being able to recognize like spirits. Um, I appreciate you so much. And I appreciate all of you as well. Thank you for making me feel so welcome. That's awesome. Absolutely. Jana. 
And just very briefly, I'd like to um, share the thanks that we received from the international campaign from Tibet. I shared with them that we included the legislation and that we sometimes had an opportunity to pitch and I shared in some detail also the links and so forth and they really appreciate it and they were following up as well on our, on our advocacy with their bill, so thank you. That's awesome, that's awesome. We learned about some other legislation in the process. Um, there's a bill um, to increase or have funding from the CDCs for gun violence prevention and what was the bill you learned about, Karen? The it was Illinois centered, um, but the interesting thing that it was brought up by Chewy Garcia's office that they worked with Lauren Underwood. Um, I actually looked it up the other day, but uh, it's about the Potawatomi. I am going to say it wrong. Potawatomi tribe in Illinois about getting their reservation back, and and it also included. Uh, a sum of money um, each year for five years, but referring to it as settlement um, funds. So they were able to introduce that in a bipartisan way with two Democrats and two Republicans on. Um, and it was in the last session of Congress, but they just introduced it like the day before we met with them while we were in DC. So just a different approach to reparations that you know might be a good model um, for all types of uh, reparations and that we have that we need happening in our country yes and that was another connection um, to use in the follow-up email and representative underwood's office appreciated me thanking them and that we had heard about that so just good stuff cool another thing we mentioned in some meetings where people were either part of the native american um caucus or somehow had a relationship was the um, Treaty of New Echota, which was signed in 1835, which is the only treaty that I know of, at least, that has a provision that um, Cherokee would be seated as a delegate at, uh, in Congress. And um, they actually had a hearing last year or the year before, and Congress has flipped now, so they have to focus more on Republicans, but um, just mentioned that to, to some of the folks. So there's lots, I, I don't know, I, I'm just impressed with all that's going on out there, all the good, and then some of the not so good. But um, it just felt like going there is really important and making those connections and being in presence on the Hill. And I felt like people heard us or listened more openly than they might with 17 emails. <laughs> you know, you can write and write and write, but when you finally meet somebody in person, it seems to be a whole nother degree. And um, so that, that made it feel important and worthwhile to me. I just have to tell you that I, I do have um, Cherokee heritage. My grandfather oh. was Cherokee. Isn't that amazing coincidence? Oh. Wow. Maybe not so much. And I also have a, a piece on the a peace building lesson um, from that heritage as well that talks about the connection with the earth and the human connection that we have with each other. Oh, so sometime cool. I'll have to share that. Oh, that's that's awesome. Great. That'll be awesome. 
my uh, my grandson and daughter-in-law and co-grandmother are all Cherokee. And so I, I had, I was aware of this, but became more aware of it. At, uh, I had just gone to a Cherokee, Cherokee picnic in Northern California. And uh, there are a lot of, there's something like 25,000 Cherokees living in California. Yeah, that's great. Yeah, Mina can probably send us your email address and maybe we even schedule a call with you at Nancy and a couple of people from the committee or something just to talk about all the connections that seem to yeah. be holding. Yeah. I suspect there are more. <laughs> I'm sure. I am sure. Our call next month is going to be about uh, peace education uh, from the international perspective. So people that were in connection with the with the Global Alliance for um, Ministries of Peace will be presenting on that. So that might be of interest. Okay, should we do a quick rundown of what's next? Are we ready? Anything else? Last call? Okay. Let's see, we've got summer follow-up. So correct me if I'm wrong, Nancy, but we're we're using that same list of 49 people on the ad, you know, the amplify list and mm -hmm. continuing to follow up. So those um even everybody who attended meetings can send thank you notes. Um, mm -hmm. or you know, it made amplify calls call again until you see them show up as a co-sponsor. <laughs> But certainly the person who was leading the meeting um, should do a follow-up within a week or two um, and and continue to follow up. Uh, Amina has, has followed up on a couple of representatives more than we normally would and had great results. So maybe not more than once a week, but certainly once a week is okay. Yeah. Um, yeah uh, and hopefully we're going to be adding new MOCs during the summer. And if you have thoughts about somebody else for us to focus, always bring that up. We'll, we'll, we can add them to a list and so forth. Um, okay, so then we'll, we're going to kibitz amongst ourselves about all the good uh, things we heard about getting a hearing uh, and, uh, and see where we go in our next steps there. want to mention August 5th, Saturday morning. Uh, we're having a four-hour training with a half-hour break, so basically four and a half hours, starting at nine o'clock California time. So reserve that time. We're going to get an invitation out soon. We've got the registration. We just put together a flyer, and we'll get that out probably next week. And then again in September. This is the first time I think ever we've had two advocacy days in the same year, but we wanted to try something different this year and get there as soon as possible after the bill drop. So on the original flyer, we talked about uh, the 16th through the 19th. So it's, you know, it's Sunday evening and uh, just Monday and Tuesday, two days, but people can stay longer if they like. But uh, uh, Congress, both houses are in session on Monday and Tuesday. So we'll just have two days uh, this time, which is actually kind of our standard thing to do. Um, and... Let's see. I think that's it. Oh, next uh, Wednesday is our new regular uh, grassroots 
mentor call. So anybody who's new or wants to talk about something new, uh, we tend to have just a couple of people on that call and it's just centered about around who you know is there and what they'd like to talk about. So everybody is welcome on that call. That's on the Peace Alliance calendar. It's a different uh, login name, but number, but uh, just go there to connect. Same time next Wednesday. Anything else before we go to our closing quote? Was there um, sort of, I'm not sure what it's called, Kendra, the, the grassroots um, sort of manifestation call, right? <laughs> or something, I'm, I'm not sure what it's titled. Yeah, it's just for the leadership and the board and the um, strategic committee, strategy. Yeah, strategies group. Yeah, so that was whoever was invited was invited, and it's it's not something they're putting out to the general public. Yeah. But that's a connection. We're using the strategy of manifesting spiritually. I, I, I think that's having a dimension. I also wanted to say I had the privilege of being able to see Pat Simon. I went to Boston after um, Washington, D.C., and um, she always reminds me of good lessons, especially about patriarchy. <laughs> so it was it was really nice seeing her. And for those who don't know, Pat Simon is sort of our wise elder. She's uh, been on the committee of since we've existed, she was a Massachusetts state coordinator um, for a long, long time. She's a gold star mother. Um, she's a good troublemaker and it's always, it's always fun to see her. Okay, we're at the quarter hour. Nancy, you said you had a, a quote, right? Oh, can I say something just really quickly, if you don't mind? Yeah, go ahead, Ina. A few things. I would love to hear about how any of the Colorado meetings went. Um, and I'm so sorry that I wasn't able to help you all with the uh, half of the Zoom meetings. <laughs> it just didn't quite work out. I was trying to figure out the login and that sort of thing. Um, but I was hoping to, to help um, with coordinating the Zoom meetings uh, in some of those afternoons. Um, and then also I, I, uh, so I mentioned at the beginning of the call that um, this movie that I did, Learning to Love, came out. It's on Pure Flix, which is very much a Republican Christian, you know, uh, streaming platform. And so some people might be going to my, a few people do. I, I haven't, you know, there's not like a flood after it's it released on Saturday, but um but people are liking it and it's, you know, it's peaceful and loving and happy rom-com. And um, so I kind of wanted to just see if I could get permission uh, to put, to put Peace Alliance on my bio, just so that people would maybe go to the website or, or go to the Instagram account, you know, and I'm speaking of like Republicans who are on, who are on that, you know, have an account with that streaming platform who happen to go to my Instagram and then see, you know, national advocacy for Peace Alliance. There's that. Um, and then the other thing I wanted to say is thank you, Nancy, for sending the, um, the pins and 
you know, the postcards for June 5th, I'll definitely be doing that. Um, you know, this, this here for the kids event at the state Capitol in Denver. Um, so just kind of speaking about that, but otherwise I just want to let you all know, I I'm having the hardest time during the day attending any more of the like zooms. I'm not, I'm sure you guys are going to take a bit of big break after advocacy days. Um, mostly evenings are when I can jump on calls and stuff. So that's all I wanted to say. I could give you Maybe a quick. Maybe we can stay on a little bit later. I'd like to close this off for the recording. Um, and then we could stay on later. Nancy, did you have a closing quote? I have a closing quote. That's what I thought, yeah. And um, it's from Charlie. Uh, he wrote what I call an exquisite thank you letter to legislators that we had meetings with. It's a journey, one which begins with the raising of consciousness of us Americans, planting and cultivating, cultivating seeds of peace and harmony and casting off and discarding the old ways of hostility, bitterness, hatred, and violence that only continue the cycle of misery and suffering we see today. Certainly we do have the capacity and the potential for doing so much better and doing so much good. Think of this as a gift which we give to all future generations, to all the children and all the mothers and fathers who will not have the experience, have to experience the loss of their loved ones from war or any type of violence. I, it, that's in a longer letter, but I thought it was just very moving. Yes. Thank you, Kendra. So anybody can stay on that like to. Good night, everyone.